Hello everyone, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministry, and I want to introduce you to my partner. Hi, my name's Fred, Fred Mooney, and I am glad to be in the cab with you today. Yeah, we're going to ride along with you for about the next hour or so. And I'm so excited, if you hear something you want to hear again, give Gary a call at Lonesome Road Ministry, 618-383-2107. That's 618-383-2107. Call today. We look forward to hearing from you, and we're going to have Church on the Road right here on your favorite radio station. up driving when the sun goes down the hum of 18 wheels lord that's a lonely sound i spend all day chasing that old white line i've been on the road so long i've lost track of time now it don't matter where i'm going i just gotta drive i have the white line fever to the day I gotta see I gotta look around I got diesel smoke rolling From two crumb stacks My address is 408-414 A big blue Mac Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day Fred, we got an exciting day today. We've got two beautiful gals from Texas riding along with us and all of our listeners out there on that old lonesome road. We got Tammy Perney. Woohoo! Oh. How about Tammy <laughs> Perney from Texas? And Ava Kasich. I'm Ava Kasich from Texas. Okay, so this was uh, this year that mm-hmm. you girls got together. Yes. And God put you together. Amen. Sent you to bring her back. <laughs> 
and uh, mm-hmm. you started ministering in May of this year. Yes. And then uh, where was your next trip? I know in June you came here. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. Um, we did the I Can. We did Fanfare. We did Danny. Danny. We did the Hill Country That's it, the Gospel Hill Country. Music I was in trying Abilene. to think of what, yes. <laughs> Abilene. Oh, no, in Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo, Texas. It was hot. Ooh, it was hot. <laughs> and it was the not really even the deep of the summer. It yeah. was woo-wee. Yeah, it was hot. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you went to... We may have We've to been to... so many places. I know. It. I can't remember. It's Let's like, look at my book. so I know it's so. Get your book. No. <laughs> oh, Lord. Here we go again. We, you know what? To tell you the truth, we are. I want to I want to talk a little bit about this. Um, We actually are booking for 20, 24 right now. Okay. And, uh, but. One of the biggest things we have going is we'll be going on a cruise. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll be singing on a cruise um, mm-hmm. in June. March. Next, March next year. Uh, we'll watch it now. June's, uh, so. you're getting nah. into <laughs> I know, right? Lonesome Road. <laughs> right. Oh. And we are booked back at Lonesome Road yeah. in June. In June yes, of 24, yes. Yes, yeah. we are. All right. But so yes, you're getting ready to do a cruise. cruise. Yes. All right. I've done, this will be my 11th one, I think, that I've done. Oh, wow. Um I've I've been on all all of those except for one was has been with Randall Wiles of yeah. Christian Voice Magazine, and then my very first cruise, Barbara yeah. took her whole show on a cruise ship. Wow! And and we did a cruise on that, and I'm telling you, I bet that was that fun. was one fun time. <laughs> it was. She's crazy. She is. But we had a comedian that was on her show that I stole the whole thing. He was just, yeah. he was all over that boat. Barbara's a hoot. And, and she is. You're a hoot and you throw a comedian in there and I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. But that sounds had, like a cruise I'd have liked to been on. Oh, I'm going to tell you it was wonderful. Uh, but Roy and Barbara, Roy's Barbara's husband and it was kind of funny because she met him after she came to Branson. And uh, we told him right out that he had to pass all of our inspection before he got her. <laughs> and we meant it, too. Not just anybody was going to get her. But um, they sang at mine and my husband's wedding. Yeah, We had it at our home and in the back. It was a Western wedding. And her and Roy sang at our wedding. And then that was in October, and then in December, my husband and I were at their wedding. Oh wow! So it, it was pretty. We've just it, we bonded, we really did. Yeah. But when you you got Barbara as a friend, you got a friend. Yeah, that's true. She is quite a lady. It's, it's I, unusual. I, and you know, she is country as a well rope. <laughs> she is. But I'm gonna tell you something. She's the real deal. Yes, she is. She loves the Lord. She does love the Lord, and she don't mind telling you. That's right. And uh, she lives what she preaches she sure and does. what she sings. Yeah. I've, I know. I've been with her in dressing rooms and everything else. She is the real deal. Amen. But I tell her all the time, Barb, if it hadn't been for you, I don't know where I'd be. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being obedient to God Amen. and doing what you did. Yep. Because the town criticized her for what she did. Coming into that bar on Saturday nights and having a Sunday morning worship service. <laughs> yes. Yep. But I know of four, I know of four from that club that got saved because of her. Because she brought the church to and them. And one of them was me. Yeah. Rededicated. Yeah. 
Amen. All sure right. did. So, you know, everybody that I touch, Barbara's going to get a jewel for that. Amen. That's when she gets to heaven. You stop and think about, and I've been to Branson, I don't know how many times, but uh, how many people oh. have been in her worship service? Because it's not like a church where you have mostly mm -hmm. the same people coming back. There's different people all the time. Yeah. When I moved there, there were five million that would come through there in a season. I could believe and that. And that's like um, March to the end of October. That was in 1989. Five million people. Hmm. And Barbara never charged for her worship service. And you know, another thing that really impresses me with this is uh, Tammy and and with you, Ava, both, you've talked about people that come into your lives mm -hmm. when you're going through a storm, and they make a difference. Now, I can really identify with Tammy because that's why it's always worked in my life. When I was, when I was down in the bottoms, God always sent somebody. Mm -hmm. He never let you go. He mm -hmm. always sent yeah. somebody. Because he knows who can reach you. And the one that reaches you probably couldn't reach me. Yep. He knew Barbara was the one that could reach me. See, and he knew that you was the one that could reach Tammy because mm -hmm. she needed a hammer, <laughs> not a glove, you know? Hey, wow. Man, I hate to say that. Well said, Fred. Hey, man. I hear, you guys are making these listeners think I am something terrible now. Oh, no. And I Come want you to and know. See you for real. They do. <laughs> I want to tell you, and they'll love me. Uh -huh. You know why? why? Because because I have the joy of the Lord. That's it. Amen. Even when y'all pick on me, it That's doesn't it. matter. I have the joy of the Lord. I want you to know, I don't think you're terrible, but I do think you're authentic. <laughs> well, thank you. You're for, the real deal. You that's know for sure. what? It, 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 I I do want to say something about that. We're talking about he'll never let you go. There's a song that I'm working on. Um, actually, it's out. It's out by the Dunaways. But I'm working on that because it's such a real song. It's in that's the gist of it. No matter what, he'll never let you go. Amen. That's right, he won't. That's right, amen. He's got a work for you to do, and you're going to be here until you get it done. That's right, amen. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I know you've got a lot going on, Ava. You do a lot of, uh, you know, you, you travel, you uh, sing, you minister, but you also do some promoting. I do. So let's talk about some of the things that you're doing promotional-wise. <laughs> Is that a word? I don't even know where that comes from. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word or not, but it I like it. It is in Texas. <laughs> it hey, is I, now. <laughs> I just found out she's a promoter. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so let's do talk about that for a minute and just tell the folks what you're doing and where you're doing it at and okay. uh, invite them to come be part of it. Absolutely. Uh, I started myself with Randall Wiles, Jeff Steele of the Steels, yeah. who wrote We Want America Back years ago. And um, a real good friend of mine from Huntsville, Alabama, who used to work for NASA, B.T. Thomas. Uh, we started an event in Coleman, Alabama. Right. And it was called Gospel Music Jubilee. And I, I actually came up with the idea because it's always been my desire 
to help as many people as I can help. When I first started out in this, nobody helped me. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I was taken advantage of lots in the industry. I mean, it cost me a lot of money. Yeah. And I thought, I don't want to see anybody else have to do that, you know, and learn the hard way. So I've always wanted to help other singers to do what God's called them to do. Amen. And not get hurt in the process. You have to be wise in the choices you make. And there's always going to be Satan out there trying to get you to go a different direction other than what God's will is. As long as we stay in His will, everything's going to work out just like it's supposed to. Right. And it won't cost you everything you've got. But I've always wanted to do an event where I could help the other groups come and, and minister and have churches to come and pastors to come to hear them so that they could get bookings, you know, exactly. and go out and spread the gospel like they needed to. So I brought the idea before those guys and asked them what they thought about it, and they thought it was a great deal. So we started it in Coleman, Alabama, six years ago. Six years, okay. Uh-huh. And um, we were in Coleman for two years and could not get the Civic Center to work with us at all as far as advertising. They yeah. wouldn't even put it on their marquee. I can relate. Well, it's because <laughs> we didn't make them any money. I mean, we paid for the building, but they sell alcohol there. Okay. But they didn't at our event. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It cost them money. <laughs> so we moved it that second year, or to, or the third year, to Rainsville, Alabama, which is known as Sand Mountain. Mm-hmm. And it's where Vestal Goodman was from, and, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, that sounds like a good place, because they used to have singings there all the time. This place that we had gotten was phenomenal. It, it, was, a, it was like a coliseum. And um, the guy just gave us full reign of it. We could use anything there we wanted, no extra cost, and we got it at a very good rate. But you could not get people to come out. Oh, wow. The first year. And then the second year, COVID hit. Oh. There. But we still had the event. We did. Um, I asked the guy, I said, are you good with us still coming and having this? And he said, I'm good with it. So we did. We didn't have all that many people, you know. That was the third year. We had it there two years. And then uh, the fifth year, we went to Huntsville, Alabama with it. We were on the road, too. We just didn't know it. (laughs) Because we were praying about places to have it. But after we'd have it for a couple of years there, it was like it just didn't work out. Even though we knew God sent it and opened the doors there. But it helped us more than we knew. Because now people know who we are because we've been different places. Mm-hmm. Well, this year, uh, some things happened. Uh, I had two board members left by then, and that was B.T. Thomas and Kevin Fears. And things happened in their life physically in BT's that he couldn't do this anymore. Well, I'd already planned it back at Huntsville and we already had the building and I was getting the singers lined up and everything was going good and BT had to resign. Well, Kevin got a new job 
So he couldn't work it either. He had to resign. And I'm thinking, oh, dear God, <laughs> what am I going to do? I mean, th think about it, Brother Gary. Yeah. If you lost this place a few months before time to have the event, what would you do? Um, You'd have to find another place yeah. or quit. Yep. I couldn't quit. There's no place to quit when you sign on to serve God. And God wouldn't let me quit because I kept praying. I said, Lord, I can't do this on my own. I don't know how. I can't. I can't advertise in another state way away when I live in Texas. You know, and I said, I don't know what I need to do. So I, um, I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. I called Randall Wiles and I said, Randall, what should I do? What do you think I should do? And he said, I'm going to tell you something. If it was me. I'd keep it going. I said, but Randall, it's me. I ain't got no help. <laughs> and he said, I'll help you all I can. But he said, I can't be on the board anymore, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I went to my pastor. and I said, Pastor, I don't know what to do. He said, Ava, you can do this. He said, with God's help, you can do this. And the singers are begging me, please don't let this go. Please don't let it go. We love this event. You know, and I'm, and I'm going, but Lord, I don't have a place to have it. So about two weeks went by. <laughs> and I think of a lady that lives in Sevierville, Tennessee, right next to Pigeon Forge. And I knew there was a small convention center there. So I called that lady. Hadn't talked to her in a long time. And so I called her and I said, I said, unfortunately, I have to find a place to have this event. I said, things, things have happened that I lost the place where we were going to have it. And uh, I'm going to have to find one. And she said, I have events at the Civic Center in Sevierville all the time. She said, it's very reasonable. So I said, well, do you think I could get in there? And she said, yeah, I do. Let me talk to them for you. I couldn't have it. At the regular time, so I had to change the date. Well, I lost a couple of my groups because they already had my date down and they were already booked for the other date, which was fine. And I said, okay, God, if this is what you want, I'll go for it. You know, because everybody was saying, you can do it, you can do it. Well, doors just started opening then. And it was like, okay, God, I guess you want me to do it. So we planned the deal in Sevierville. I had flyers made up. of. I had 11 groups. I had flyers made up. I sent 75 of them to Sevierville. That lady got her friends, and they passed them out all over Pigeon Forge and Sevierville. So we, had, we got there for the event, and uh, I didn't know what kind of crowd was going to be there, you know, and I worry about that stuff. What? Not for me. I worry about it for the people who come to minister mm -hmm. because I want it to be good for them. I mean, if I was doing it to get rich, I'd have quit six years ago because <laughs> I sure ain't got no rich. Everything that you get from it goes to pay for it. But um, we got there on Friday night, and the devil fought us every way you could imagine. Mm. The sound just couldn't get right the whole night. Uh, we had a fairly good crowd on Friday we night. We did. I, th yeah. I think so. I think and God so, really blessed. And I mean, everything that could go wrong was going wrong. 
And that night, I mean, I just, I, when I went to bed after Tammy had already gone to sleep, I prayed and prayed. I said, Lord, I know it was your will for us to be here. I said, but these singers are a little discouraged right now because of everything that's happened. The sound couldn't get, and he was a good guy that run the sound. It was his equipment, but it just wouldn't work. And so I said, but we're going to keep going, and we're going to do Saturday night. I said, but would you please take over and fix everything? <laughs> Not for me. Fix it for them. You know, we got there Saturday night, and I'm telling you, it came a storm like you wouldn't believe. And some of the singers were a little late getting there, you know, before we started, which we started on time. But I always have a meeting with them before, when they get there because we're going to pray, and I'm going to lay down some ground rules that I think we need to stick to, you know, and... Um, so I do that, but the first singer came out, <laughs> and when they did, the power of God fell. And when they got done with their set, the second came out, and it flowed. I was second that night. You kept know, flowing. When, when you feel the Spirit of God mm -hmm. in a concert, you can almost remember everything yes. until you actually get on the platform. And when you get That's on that right. platform and get your turn for God to use, it, yes. you don't even, you just become an instrument. That's it. How awesome is that? That's it. <laughs> God is awesome. But yes. Tammy got done and then Rocky came out. Yep, yeah. Rocky Smith walked out and that was his, that was another divine appointment. Because Rocky and his wife, I met them on the road. They traveled and sang. Rocky is one of the greatest musicians I have ever seen in my life. He can play very well 19 different instruments. On my CDs, the music you hear, he's playing every one of them. Mm. And 20 counting his voice. Oh, he's as phenomenal. An instrument. He's yeah, phenomenal I mean, he's amazing. It, he, he is used touched to by sing God. With the Easter Brothers. And he's your producer, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And mine. And Tammy's that's right. new producer. And we used to write together. We, right. we I, That's how I started writing. That's right. He's written a lot of with, songs with you. Was with Rocky. Yeah. yeah. I never dreamed that would happen. Well, now I write my own. Thank God. He gives Amen. me my own. Yeah. But uh, Rocky said I, it was always there. He just kind of helped pull it out <laughs> of me. But anyway, that he got up there and he he told a little bit of his story about his ex-wife who they had been divorced for 9 years. How she shot and killed his two sons, their girlfriends, oh my. their cousin and then turned the gun on herself and killed herself. And Rocky, that's been very hard for them. Wow. But he knew he had to go minister and spread the gospel and try to help other people who had had the same situations in their life. Rocky came out and he had wrote a song called The Plan. And it's a story about him losing his boys. Mm. And when he told that little story and sang that song, the power of God still was there. And uh, it was my turn. I wasn't even going to sing that week. I had already planned that I wanted everybody else to sing, and I wasn't. Until one of the guys yelled out and said, if you don't sing, I'm burning this place down. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? Jack. 
Oh, I couldn't. He yeah, did. I couldn't he yelled. He said, Ava, if you don't sing, I'll burn it down. And I thought, oh, dear God, I'll have to pay for that. So I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a song picked out to sing. And on my way out there, God changed it. And Rocky had just finished, was about to walk off. And I said, stay there, Rocky. Stay there at the piano. He's a phenomenal piano player. Yeah. I said, stay at the piano. I want you to help me. So he called another boy up who I am going to do my best to get them involved with the Lonesome Road Ministries. Oh, yes. And that is the King family. Absolutely. Okay. They are one of the most anointed families you'll ever meet. Well, I love Very Can't wait to meet them. Servants, and can sing. Servants. Oh, they and can sing. And play, play yes. the piano. But... Um, he said, let's get Caleb up to help us. And I said, okay. I said, we're going to do what a day that will be. And that's what God just laid on me. We started singing that. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. People were worshiping. They had their hands in the air. They were standing. I think, we might, I think the song might have been sung ten oh, times. <laughs> yes. I mean, it was... It was so powerful you couldn't stop. It's amazing. And then you changed to something else. I don't even remember what it was. I don't either. But y'all just, you and Rocky just kept going and going. And yeah. And people like, were coming down the aisles. The people were praying. Singers were coming down for yeah. prayer. Uh, I've never, I, I'm getting chills talking. I am too. Mm. I have never in my lifetime never. seen the glory of the Lord, oh, Lord come down on anything in my life. There was a true miracle that night. And Amen. it was. The whole time that we were singing, I hear this little voice back here saying, you got to stop this. These singers have come here to sing, and you're running out of time. Because I had to be out of that building by 10 o'clock that night, or I was going to have to pay extra. And, and I hear this voice. And, you know, and, I, and God is just pouring this song out through us. And I hear this voice keep saying, you got to stop. you got to stop. So when we did stop that song, I don't even remember what all I said, but I know I walked out and I said, I've got to tell y'all something. This is what Gospel Music Jubilee is about. Mm -hmm. I said, I know that some of you singers may not get to sing tonight. And I said, but if you get upset about this, I will give you your money back. About that time, the guy who was running the sound and was our house man, he walked up and he said, and I'll help you pay them if they're upset. I said, but I cannot stop what God's doing. I have to go with what God wants because that's why we do what we do. And so I don't even know who sang next. I, no, I don't think anybody sang next. I think about that time, wasn't it right after that that Rocky comes out and yes. he goes, Ava, yes, Ava, look. He was he like, did. look, he look, said, look at here. the time. We had worshipped for an hour and a half. Oh, my life. An hour and a half. But he showed me his watch. He said, we're three minutes off schedule. Which <laughs> Ava and Rocky had blocked off for that what a day that will be. They had blocked off maybe a 15-minute time slot. Yeah, for, for my set. Mm -hmm. For that set. And when he looked at his watch. God stopped time. It, I've, 
if you go back if you can and watch that because yeah, the video is on, on Facebook. Okay, uh, it's amazing. It's like you watch it and it's like, how could that? I have happen? witnessed a lot of miracles in my life, but that one right there, <laughs> that one right there took the ooh, cake. Let me tell you, ooh, it was like before everybody's eyes. Yes. It was like how it was. It, it was. It's amazing. And everybody got Incredible. to sing. Oh wow. man! But while yep. we were worshiping. God laid it on my heart. Get all those singers that haven't sang. Get them up on the stage to do this worship with you. And I thought, okay. So I just start calling them all up. Next they thing get you up, know, and the I whole group we were going to be done. Mm. And then Rocky says, "Look, <laughs> you know." And it was like an hour and a half. I don't know what happened on the outside of the building, <laughs> but I know that time stood still on the inside. It did. It flat stood still. And you know, it tells about that in the Bible where God stopped yep. time. And uh, I've read it all my life, but to witness it, and what's so great, it wasn't just me that witnessed it, everybody did. I had even forgotten that that was in the Bible. It and is, then yes. it, when you and Rocky were talking, anyway, it's. Amazing. But that was the most phenomenal event yet and I had stressed and stressed and stressed that it wasn't going to work out but see God planned it to be there he planned everything to happen just like it did I didn't think I was going to be able to promote it didn't think I was going to be able to pay for all of it mm. he furnished the money for it and he furnished the promotion for it and the people that weren't there were sad oh <laughs> They're want, they're definitely signed up for next they're year. Like, we the ones that were already there. booked we'll and couldn't. There. Yeah. Well, where is next year's? It's going to be at Severeville. Severeville. <laughs> All right. And it's the second weekend in July. July. Yes, okay. it is. And you know what? With everything within me, I God willing, I will be there, and you will not be doing that alone. I know. I that. will be there, to honey. Help I wasn't you. doing it alone this time. No, you weren't. But I'm telling <laughs> I you, I thought I was. I'll be there to help you. So, well, that'll you're not be, uh, be by yourself. That'll be two weeks after the threefold cord conference yes. right here at Lonesome yes. Road Ministries, and you girls will be here. Mm -hmm. And we are thrilled about that. We've got Chronicle coming this year. This oh. will be their <laughs> first time Ooh. here. We're really excited about them coming. And of course, we'll have all of the James Payne will be here, and and Joe Arview, and the Sunshine Road, and Bill Shell, and Jim and Ann Davenport, Jim and Ann Davenport, <laughs> and help me out some Tammy more. Tammy Perney, Tammy Perney, uh -huh. and Ava Casey, and yes, and um, uh, Pure Gospel Radio will probably be oh, here. They Pure sure Gospel will. Radio oh, will be back. Nathan and they, Becky yep. Hudgens, Nathan and Becky, and. Uh, uh, Somebody else that I'm forgetting to. Fred Mooney is going to be here. Cliff Clark is going to be one of our speakers yeah. oh, next I'd year. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I loved here. And uh, we've got a, a whole lot more people will be here yeah. that uh, we didn't mention. That's going to be calling me up and say, "Hey, you forgot bet, to mention me." I <laughs> bet David Scrape Wall will be here. David Scrape Walls, Pat Bayman, uh, yeah. and Lots uh, Roger Barkley Jr. How could we forget Roger? We don't forget Roger. Uh, but you know what? You mentioned Chronicle. Chronicle, up until this year, was a part of my event every year. Yeah. And they are so sad they didn't get to be there. I bet. You know, after they heard about all of it. Mm -hmm. But I'm so thrilled they're going to be here. But they're going to be at Sevierville next year. And Hallelujah. Hallelujah. someone from Chronicle 
is playing, am I correct? Yeah, Tim. Plays on one of my Tim. songs. What song is that, uh, Tim? Uh, plays that saxophone on. At the mention of your name, it's one that God gave me. All and, right. And it is <laughs> number twenty-three, I believe, in Cross Country USA for August. And I just found out it hit cash yeah. box at number seventy. Uh-huh. Was did it? Was it on the international chart? No, that's another oh, one. Oh, okay, girl. I know you got a lot. Gary, God just <laughs> blesses. He blesses, and sometimes I don't even know I'm being blessed. Amen. That's I mean, for sure. I just happened to be scrolling on Facebook one day, yes. and the international chart has me at number two nationwide for Jesus. Hold my hand, <laughs> and it's number five. International. Awesome. And it was like, what? I didn't know it. Okay. Well, we're going to play that song. uh, At the mention of your name. Here it is.
at the mention of your name. What a powerful song by Ava Kasich. And Ava, you've got a powerful testimony that we've got on one of our CDs. It's called Don't Weep for Me. And that, I'll tell you, that is one of the most powerful testimonies anybody's ever heard. But you also have a powerful testimony about your mama and uh, how she was healed. Would you share that testimony with our listeners? And then we're going to play that song that that everybody loves with your mama singing with you that you share about every year right here at the Threefold Chord Conference. Everybody just loves that song. And so share that testimony about your mama. It was back when I was younger. I I think I was probably about 11. And I was sitting at the piano one night at one of them little old country churches in Denton, Texas. And uh, as I, I had said before, my mama and myself and my dad, we did the worship music. So mama was set, mama had slipped and fell at her job. And uh, she had hurt her back really, really bad. She had to have help. Somebody had to pick her up when she was seated. And then they had to help her sit down if she wanted to sit down. And she walked on crutches. And uh, she was that way probably for a couple of years and I don't know how close the listeners are to their mamas, but I'm going to tell you something. Me and my mama were close. We were very, very close. And uh, other than Jesus, she was the best friend I ever had. The very best. She was my best friend. And we were sitting in that little church that night. And mama was sitting playing the guitar and singing. She was singing, glory, 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 somebody touch me. Oh, I just got chills, y'all. And I had my back to her because I was playing the piano, and she was behind me sitting on a, one of those benches, you know. And she's just a playing and a singing, and then all of a sudden she stops singing and the floor starts moving. And I thought, what in the world? I mean, I'm just a little kid playing a piano. So I turned around, and there's my mama dancing all over that platform up there. And I, I, I just I left the piano. I mean, who wouldn't, you know? I mean, I'd watched her suffer for two years in pain all the time. And then while she was singing, somebody, somebody touched, touched me. Her. Somebody Must have been the hand of the Lord. And I'm going to tell you what now. When he touches you, he touches you. Amen. And right. she never walked on him again. Never walked on him again. And uh, she taught me how to sing. She used to travel with me. She'd sing with me on the road. And uh, I miss her more than I could ever, ever tell you. But if you've got your mamas and your daddies, you better show them some love while you can. Because one day they'll be gone and there's no making up. None. Amen. Whatsoever. But Amen. I took Mama to the studio with me one day when I was doing one of my albums because she had never gone with me to record and she wanted to see how I did it. So I took her and uh, I was working on a song and my producer just all of a sudden just stopped me. And he said, didn't you tell me your mother sang? And I said, yes, sir. And he said, I have an idea. Why don't we get her to sing this second verse? And I thought, oh, man, that would be 
awesome. So he yelled at her. Well, he knew her because I'd taken her to the events with me and everything. And he said, Mama. She said, what? He said, come in here and sing this second verse. And she said, well, I thought you wasn't ever going to ask me. <laughs> but y'all, you would have had to known my mama. She was yeah. such a cut up. Everybody loved her. And so she walked in there and she sang that second verse. And so I have that now. And my producer now, Rocky Smith, fixed my CD and my track to where when I go out and sing, when it comes my mama's time, I just step back and she sings for everybody. Wow. Yes. And it, it blesses me so much. I can't, I can't tell you. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And the name of that song is? The Eastern Gate. And here it is. Ava Kasich. And Mama. Mama. <laughs> but this is an old song. And I'm going to step back and let my mama sing for y'all, okay? We'll try.
I want to be in God's will, and I want to be where he wants me. I don't care if it's five, if it's 5,000. It does not matter. If God lays it on your heart to call me, I promise you, if I'm not booked that time you want me, I will be there no matter where it is. Or we'll make it another date that I can be there. 870-704-9167. But I won't turn you down. Well, can, can I say how you can book me? Sure. I um, have an email, which is T-A-M-I-E-P, as in Paul, E-R-N-I-E, at gmail.com. And I also have a cell phone, and I do text. Text is always better. 903-624-6765. And uh, I will be happy to come anywhere God leads. So, Fred, this has been a great ride in the cab with these drivers, and but we don't like to close any program without asking the drivers if they know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. That I, is the whole purpose. That is the whole purpose of this program. We like to cut up and we like to have fun, but we also like to bring the gospel to you out there on that old lonesome road. Uh, we want to invite them to call us. My phone number is 618 618- 383-2107. And Fred, there's a lot of people may want to give you a call, so why don't you give them your phone number? Uh, you can reach me at uh, 618-599-7474, or you can reach me at 618-898-1164. And I would love to talk to you and help you any way I can. I really have a heart for people in their marriages. Yeah, so... Friends, we want to ask you today, if you died today, would you go to heaven? That's the question we want to ask you. You know, that's the most important question you'll ever answer in your life. If you died today, do you know 100% in your heart that you'd make heaven your home? You know, Fred, the, the Bible gives us that assurance that we have salvation. It's found in 1 John chapter 5. In verse, uh, let me just read it to you. Verse 13, it says, These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. You, we can know that. It's, it's right here in, in the Bible. And that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. That is such a comfort yeah. to know that you're going to make heaven your home should you die. And, you know, I know we're making this for everybody, but you take a trucker out here on these highways, he comes within inches of death every day he drives. Yes, he does. You're exactly right. So, friends, drivers, if you don't know that you know that you know that you're going to heaven, then pray a little prayer with us right now and pray this with all your heart, and God will save you. It's guaranteed right here in this book. Just pray, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Lord, I surrender my life to you. I want to be a Christian, and I want that assurance that I have a home in heaven. And I will live for you from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. a river that comes from above 
His power and fill with His love. There's life everlasting in this river that flows from the heart of the Father through the blood of
the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past Then I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Those 18 wheels are rolling Down that old lonesome road I shared the good news wherever I go Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody what's happened to me How I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past But I called his name This chance, could it be my last? Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart from down on my knees Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken-hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Hey drivers, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road Radio, and we want to hear from you. Give us a shout. Our phone number is 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. And if you can't give us a call, then just blow your air horn as you're driving by. (laughs) 
me down, make no time. But I gotta keep a rolling. Those windshield wipers flapping out of tempo, keeping perfect rhythm with the song on the radio. But I gotta keep a rolling. Ooh, I'm driving my Tempo, keeping perfect rhythm with the song. 